Welcome back. This is Bet the Rent. I'm credited alongside me as always is my pal, Brian, aka Billy, aka Mush Tater. There you go. Look at yourself some good looks. Check yourself out. Feel yourself a little bit, pal. I, I see myself on the Zoom video. We, have, we haven't had a, we missed our first episode uh, in what, three, four years? So it feels good to be back, pal. It's it's definitely been a while. Um, last week, we'll just go over real quick. I had a little bit of an, my my wife's first week back, my first week back at work. Sorry, my wife's first week alone with the kid, and we were just beat up. Uh, we called in a backup uh, to be named later. We will talk about you know he might make an appearance on for future episodes. But we had uh, we had Aaron Meyer uh, last year subbing for you when you were sick. Um, this year, uh, I stepped. Well, we couldn't get a replacement. It happens. Um, but moving on, uh, week nine, real quick recap. We went two, two, and one. So you didn't miss anything. Um, we easily could have been a little bit better. We easily could have been worse. So that brought us to 23, 21, and one. And then we had week 10 last week. We went three and two back to steady Eddie us. We're 26, 23, and one. We hit the Packers, Chargers, Commanders, and we lost the Jags and the Texans. Uh, you want to talk to me about how easily that could have been five and oh? I mean, you talk about some, some losers like, like the for, for anybody having those games on either side, we had multiple red zone turnovers. We had missed field goals. We had every chance to go five and zero, uh, and we didn't get we didn't get things to go our way, pal. No, we ended up starting zero and two. Jack's kicker went one and three. We missed that game by a half point. So give me one of those field goals. We'll probably likely be good. We also had a touchdown callback for a penalty that we had to settle for a field goal that hurt us a little bit. Same thing. In the uh, Texans game, we had that one. We had a red zone turnover. We also had a touchdown call back, followed up by an interception. Uh, tough game for us. We we were right there for uh, for both of them. Didn't end up going our way. That's what it's hard to win bets. So three and two. We weren't. We're not going to talk. We were just more frustrated. We didn't go five and zero, oh, but we're right in the game. Came out of Q three hot. We're back on the sticks. Talk to me. We're halfway through the season. What what do you feel? Well, so, I mean, <clears throat> half, we're halfway through the season and we always hit this space, I feel like, and we didn't really hit it last year, but this is, this is go time, right? We're, we're not in the three and two modes. Now we, you know, we need, to, we need to put some four to one, four and one weeks together. We need to put some five and oh, we need to get on the train and it starts right now. It starts halfway through the season, grind through the pain. I know that sounds ridiculous. We're just, we're just placing bets here, but you get to that thing where it's like, I just want it to be football season's over. I'm exhausted. We still got nine more. We still got eight more weeks. So we got to, we got to put it together. Got to put some good picks together. And I think it starts with this week. I think we got a good schedule. Yeah. We essentially we're at 26 and a half points. Um, we, we need to get to what we got 18 weeks times five. Yeah. Is that right? So 90 and we need to be at about 63% to really make some damage. So we need 56, we need 57 wins. And we had 26 and a half. So we got to get 30 wins over nine weeks. So we got to have three and five weeks, man. We got to have 3.5. So we got to go three, one and one or four and one here on out. So the pressure is on. We can't, we can't afford to have a losing week. That's definitely for sure. We cannot afford to have a two and three, one and four, definitely not a one and four uh, or else it's, it's to be honest, the season might be over for us. So we gotta, we gotta figure it out. And, uh, and you know, have some kicks go away. Have that, that ball's that ball's not round for a reason. It, yeah, it bounces in we, weird ways. We we look back at the season. I think there's about five games we would have liked to have in the contest. So that would have brought us up to you know five more wins would put us at 31. So a few games back from the leaders. 
and just outside of the top 10. I think the big the big part is we we have a method where we really like to stay in certain time frames in those games, but we've been afraid to take a couple of the other games. That's just what it's came down to. We've made some mistakes. We've just been afraid to take the games that we know are are pretty confident, but we're just like, eh, we've been burned on that. Yeah. This year, the dogs are covering at 68%. The public, uh, fading the public will just flat out win you 58% of your games this year. So nothing fancy. This should have been, I would think this could have been our year. We're kind of lagging. Maybe we'll pick it up. Maybe we'll keep the trend rolling. The dogs have been on a roll. Let's hope that we can uh, find some mojo ourselves and get the right dogs. Yep. All right. Let's move on to like it, love it, leave it. A little Thursday night football action, pal. We got the Tennessee Titans at the uh, Green Bay Packers. Shout out to the Packers for the cover last week. What a thriller. Are the Packers back? I don't know. I'm going to leave it to the like it, love it, leave it here. There we go. All right. You know the rules. Titans plus three and a half at the Packers. Like it, love it, leave it on three. One, two, three. Like it. Well, so here's my opinion, right? And, and, and one thing that we've done, and we actually had a, uh, a listener reach out to us. Like, oh, you guys said you guys uh, leaving uh, the game, and this is a couple of weeks ago. You guys didn't like the, like the Thursday game, and you leave it, and then it was on both of our contests. One thing that we've talked about is, you know what? It's Thursday. We have until 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Pacific to get that pick in. There's no reason that we should be completely out on a game. So. However, I say that, and then I say leave it on this game because I think I'm completely out. I'm not getting a solid read on this thing. It doesn't mean that it couldn't be on our picks. I'm not getting a solid read one way or the other, Josh. Yeah, I want to go back to what you talked about there briefly is we make the decision now we're out on the game. Well, this happened twice to us already this season where you call me and better A in the middle of the day and like, hey, guys, we're getting a really good number. I think we got to take advantage of this. Same thing that happened two weeks ago when I'm like, listen, this is a dead red bet. I can't help it. We've got to take the Texans plus the Eagles. There's nothing we can do about it. It's literally a great opportunity. We win this game 80% of the time. Last week, we had another situation like that where we just didn't we didn't look at it, but we made the decision already ahead of time. Instead of saying the best bet, the best look ahead, what makes it so hard is we don't know what's going to be a bet on Sunday. How many times do we see we have our five picks on Sunday and we're in, we end up making four wagers and only two of them are on our contest because we don't know how the market's always going to shape out. Between Thursday and Sunday, there's so much information that goes down that skews the public's you know view of a game. But Thursday, we know. Thursday, our record is like 80% in this contest. We've got to take advantage of that. And I think we've we've left a couple on the table this year. Uh, I'd say, you know, five games and a couple of them have been, have been Thursdays. Yeah, agreed. So, again, with that being said, I still say leave it. Yeah, I like it because you, you're getting the Titans at plus three and a half. They're a capable team. I, I don't know why the Packers, just because they had a really good game last week. I mean, the Packers, are. I mean, I would say they're not back by all intents and purposes. And you know what? The Titans seem to know who they are without Tannehill a hell of a lot more. I'm going to be honest. Tannehill's made uh Tannehill's absence has made Mike Vrabel a better coach. Well, Tannehill's back and Tannehill was back last week, right? So he's coming back. So who knows? But they still use him limited and they understand that True. his skill sets are even more limited when he's hurt. So they rely on what they're good at. And that's the running game. Well said, very well said. There's there's our uh, Thursday night little Titans plus three and a half. We'll see how it shakes out tomorrow. Until then, we missed Bet the Rick last week. There was a very special guest, so we're putting that at the end of the episode. So go ahead and listen through the end of the episode for the uh, the mysterious clairvoyant who shows up. But this week, I don't know what Rick's got in store for us. Let's check it out. 
Hey, Josh. Hey, Brian. Hey, Josh. Hey, Brian. Wait, there was a weird echo in here. Hang on. Let me try that again. Hey, Josh. Hey, Brian. Hey, Josh. Hey, Brian. Oh, my God. It's Claire. Claire made it over for the first time in like three <laughs> years. Welcome, Claire. Thank you. Thank you. I'm kind of nervous. I almost forgot how to do this. <laughs> Uh, you, wait, oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been longer for me, so I guarantee you I have no clue how to do that either. But I did do okay this week as last week in football picks. I went three and three, bringing my total up 30, 31, and three. I was waiting for applause. Apparently, we did not work that out in rehearsal. Oh. <laughs> well, this week, we got some more picks for you, and we are going to start off with the Rice Owls at home against UTSA Roadrunners. Beep, beep. Oh, God, that almost made me hard. Wait, what? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I am going to take the UTSA Roadrunners. Did I even get the spread on that? Beep, I did. <laughs> UTSA Roadrunners. Beep, beep. See, I just miss it. Favored by 13 over the Rice Owls. But we are going to take the UTSA Roadrunners. Beep, beep. Minnesota at Iowa. What's the rule? Wait, I got to start giving these. Iowa. Is not favored by three. Incredible, right? Especially after they, well, I guess their offense turned around against the one and six Northwestern. And then somehow, sorry, Josh, kicked Purdue's ass last week. Last week they kicked the Wisconsin Badgers' sorry's ass. What's the rule, Claire? Never bet on Iowa. Never bet on Iowa, and I'm going to follow that rule. Take Minnesota at home and the three points. What's the next? Oh, my gosh. Did you see UNT? Has a bye. OMG! <laughs> FYI, UAB got beat by UNT. BTW, IMHO. <laughs> I just ran out of initial things to do. I am going with not betting because there is a buy. GMTFOH. What, what, what does that mean? Get me the fuck beep. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she did not realize this is now a G rated show because Josh has had a baby. a baby. Yeah, and the baby that. might be listening. Listening? Listening. <laughs> well, that was awkward dead silence. See, we haven't done this you in a You have to long. have some awkward silence. It uh, makes you closer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then why are you making me sit on the far end of this bed? I think you know why. <laughs> <laughs> TCU is at Baylor. TCU is favored by two and a half points. I'm giving them an up to an 18%, 18.73% chance to make the playoffs. And I believe TCU is going to beat Baylor. I also heard that Claire has a friend who might be listening. A cousin. A cousin. Actually. Oh, a cousin. Down at TCU, which is one of the actually schools with the hottest women there. Boots, short skirts. You got to love She's TCU. She's a very cute girl, I got to say. Really? She's single? Uh, She's 18, but yeah. Hey, they're old enough to drive and they're still alive. Next one. <laughs> Virginia plays against Coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers. Did you know what a Chanticleer is, Keller? I do not know what a Chanticleer it's is. It's a big penis. No way. Yeah, it's like a rooster. It's like a really big cock. It's it's related to it's really anyway. Coastal Carolina is actually <laughs> is actually the same kind of a conference or same school or history or some connection to South Carolina game cocks. So. Virginia Cavaliers favored by two at home. I've taken the Chanticleers. Speaking of the game, <clears throat> that's you. Hawks. Yeah. Why do you make me say that part? <laughs> because um, South Carolina game. Cocks. Are at home against Tennessee who are favored by 21 and a half. I actually like the South Carolina game. 
Rick Cox. <laughs> uh, you just like saying that word so much, Claire. Oh, yeah. So take South Carolina game. You know what it is. Uh, take them to lose but to cover the spread. Uh, and now Claire's pick. Uh, Claire, LSU had a big win two weeks ago. So proud of them. I honestly would have never expected it. All right. So, Claire, I'm going to turn it over to you. LSU is at Georgia and our 15 and a half point underdogs. Go for it. Oh, my gosh. Um, I kind of feel like I've been under a rock the past couple months. I only... You're supposed to say in a hole. Remember, we, we planned this in rehearsal. No, 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 but you said in a hole sounds quite odd. So then I got nervous to say it. No, I said then I would I would like to be in a hole. But it's then... a new year. He has new listeners. Josh and Brian, they might not know me. It might be kind of weird. All right, I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> I'll stop interrupting. Well, the main point is I think LSU came off of a big win. Two weeks ago. Um, They play Georgia. So it's an away game, but I think LSU's got it in the bag. I think they're going to win. Stupid pick. I'm not going to say disagree with you, Claire, but one of the problems about coming off such a big win two weeks ago, it's sort of like, you know, when you just had sex and you just want to take a nap. It's a really kind of a dangerous thing. You have, you're tired for 20 minutes or a week and then you, can, <laughs> you, you kind of get going again. So You know what? I think I kind of disagree with you. Sometimes you, you take a little break. LSU's had this whole week to recover and sometimes you come back and the second time's even better than the first. So, <laughs> uh, This is a kid show, right? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so anyway, Claire, it was so lovely to have you back again. I and being hope, here. Hopefully next time I don't have to use a gun to get get you over here so or threaten your Help family <laughs> Shh. i told you don't say that uh anyway thanks josh so this one ran a little bit long but hey claire was back thanks josh bye josh bye brian bye brian talk to you guys soon well i don't even think we need the bonus section now <laughs> i mean that's great literally would i mean he said he had some uh, amazing production value rick from the bottom of my heart, thank you, buddy, for doing this. Also, apologize for last week. We didn't get that in. That's on us. Thanks, buddy. What was great is, for those that are listening, is he recorded most of that last week. And what he did is he dubbed over the parts to make it relevant for this week. So A-plus effort there from Rick Seven. Well, let's talk about last time we were on air for college football. We actually had a 5-0 and week that we gave the listeners. Bang, bang, bang. Can we do that in the NFL one time? <sighs> It's hard, pal. It's hard out here for a pimp. Well, that brings us to 13 and nine in college football. Now this week, uh, it's, it's soft. Like I don't really like it. I don't have any great, you know, feels. So I think it might be a little bit of a public week. So I, we're going to tread lightly, but all, all you squares out there have a day. So why don't you kick Listen, it off? Give me a pick. There's one game that I don't want to tread lightly that I want to go hard. And your boy has a red flag in his pocket. And it has treated him very well this year for college. I would like to throw that red flag Saturday morning where we typically struggle. I want Baylor plus two and a half against TCU TCU coming off a big win. I like Baylor plus two and a half. And I like Baylor to win money line. Take that knock TCU out of the playoffs. Hot pants. Make you dance bet of the week. Wow. Coming in spicy. I love it. Not not tantalizing the crowd at all. Just coming in right in there full, not even warming them up a little bit. I like it. I got to channel my inner Rick. Sometimes you just got to stick it in there where it fits. I'm going to take Arkansas plus two and a half at home versus Ole Miss. That means Ole Miss could be on a three-game slide, but I don't think – I think they're a little overrated. I don't think they're as good as everyone thinks. 
Louisville minus four and a half, an unranked team at home. We've done this all year. 24 NC State on the road. Louisville laying the four. Give me the home favorite. One game we're keeping an eye out on is Utah plus two and a half at Oregon. Utah is ranked a little bit higher than Oregon, so it could lead to an Oregon bet. However, I typically think what we're saying is we don't have a great bet. Watch this one. Watch where this line moves to. If it goes up to three, it might be an Oregon bet. If it goes down to two, it might be a Utah bet. The same thing with the USC UCLA, same spread. Watch that line. We don't have a solid read for it. We're not going to put it, uh, give it out there. Just watch that line movement. Line movement tells you everything guys. It, in, and when people don't understand, well, what, wouldn't you want the better number? Well, that's what they're baiting you into. So if you're getting a better number than the opening line, be a little cautious. Don't make it a big bet. Don't be drinking all night. Oh, I'm getting more points and hammer it. That's how they suck you in. I think you're, you're saying from personal experience there, pal. College football picks of the week. <laughs> uh, all right, it's time to move on to better. A better. A is uh, almost reinstated in all 50 States to gamble. Yeah, I think he's safe. He, uh, you know, the funny thing about better a is we asked him for his leans this morning and he said, sorry, it's been a really busy week. Now, obviously he had a horrible week last week. Oh, and two. Uh, but then he just sent us a picture of uh, a car in a snowbank, and then another picture with a horse in it. And you have any idea what happened? No, we asked him, Hey, what's up with the horse? I'm glad you're safe. And he just, he said, yeah, thanks, man. And he just ignored the horse comment. Like I'm saying, I'm really confused. <laughs> what is going on with better a right now? Where does he live? Honestly, it looked like he looked like the road. You know, the, the, the scene from Django where the slaves are just kind of walking in and that Dennis walked in with a horse. That's what it looked like that road. I think he was filming. a. I, I don't know what he actually does for a living, but I think he was filming a movie. He was going on a journey. This is clear. <laughs> and the journey got a little sideways. Do you think he was in the car or was he on the horse and came up to the car? I don't, uh, to be honest, was he no riding the horse? Way, he knowing better a he was in a helicopter and he came down to like save some like children and then he was like ah no nah, no nah, i don't want to save it and just flew away <laughs> he rappelled down which he had a horse waiting for him he rode to the site and realized that's going to be too much work and went back to the helicopter left the horse there Make we're the giving better on. a a lot of a lot of uh we're building him up here a little bit we need better a to come back because he's been cold as ice Better A, 0-2 last week. We went 2-3 and three with his contest. We're now 23-26-1, so we are underwater. We need, uh, listen, pretty soon, any lower, I'm going to need the scuba gear here. The problem with Better A, though, this year is he's gotten a little, you know, he had a couple rough weeks, then he had some good weeks, but then he, he seems uncomfortable this year. You know, last year he was sticking to those early morning time slots, and he was able to pick those weird games. He stayed out of the tr true public fades, and more importantly, he stayed out of the late window in the primetime games. This year he's wandered into the primetime games, and listen, that, that's big dog. That's, 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 that's our spot. Like you stay better a, this is the word stick to your bread and butter, stick in those early time slot games. That's where you thrive. Pick on the bad teams. Go back to analytics. I think you're getting a little sideways. That being said, let's talk about his picks this week. I love his picks this week. Uh, and I don't want to say that to his face. Cause then he'll get all like, I don't know what goes on his mind anymore. He's out there with meeting and greeting everybody. I don't even know what he's doing this week. He likes the Cowboys minus one and a half at the Vikings. Yeah, I, I, we'll talk more about this pick, but this is a, a weird one. We talked about in college football where the, the ranked team is is the dog. So you got the Vikings who just beat the Bills and are the better record of in in the in the in the league. They're the best record in the league, I think. Um they they are giving getting points at home. That just seems weird. So everyone's gonna bet the Vikings, right? That's right. why I kind of like this. Yeah, I think I think it's a sharp pick. 
Uh, and and uh, yeah, we'll get into it more. What's the other one, Josh? He likes the Texans at home plus three and a half uh, versus the Commanders. Commanders coming off a big Monday night football uh, win. Is Carson Wentz going to come back? Is Taylor Heineke still going to play? I've never seen someone ex- so excited after taking a knee and drawing a soft penalty at the end of that game, but I'll take it. Also, I don't really understand why he likes this game. This is our game. Why, why is he liking this one? Well, he did say something when he sent the lines and and when he sent his picks, and he's like, those lines just don't make any sense. So he just took the opposite side. So I, I give him some credit because I think there's a lot of credence to just saying, well, this line doesn't make any sense. The other team should be favored. So I'm just going to bet the other side. I'm just going to bet into some counterintuitivity. Yeah, which, I mean, you're not going to get disagreement here, better, right? We need right, to go on better, a run, though, Let's pal. see if we can go on a little bit of a run and scare something. At least get hot for a quarter. Make it a little exciting. All right. Time for the main event, pal. Bet the rent. Picks of the week. You know where we like to start it. Get it Get it popping for me in Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. We've got the Mexico City Bowl. It's, uh, it's getting around bowl season, baby. So we got the... Uh, La Cudaracha. Arizona plus eight and a half betting against my team again here, but that's uh in division getting eight. It's too many. Give me the home dog. Well, home theoretically. Yeah. Well, we, we got the eight uh, at a neutral site. I am hoping that Kyler Murray does play. I do think he has the ability to get it in the back door at plus eight. So I I'm okay with this. This line might suggest that Colt McCoy is playing. Um, that could be a little scary, even though the offense seems to, they run the actual offense with Colt McCoy with, with Kyler Murray, it's kind of the Kyler Murray show. And and that's what I wanted to talk about this game. Honestly, I think Arizona is better with a traditional quarterback. They've got they've got their head coach who has a system in play. And the problem with, and you brought up a, a good point, and I'll let you bring it up later, but you have a a system that is supposed to be run a certain way, just like Tennessee, you run the ball. In Arizona, you get those balls out quick. And, and Cole McCoy can do it. He's 36 goddamn years old. He knows how to throw that ball and get it out quick because those knees can't take it anymore. I think that offense is better run by Colt McCoy. And to be honest, Monday night comes out, I would rather have Colt McCoy manning that offense. A lot of balls there. Monday night football. I like the Cardinals plus eight somewhere, maybe plus eight and a half. Sunday night football, we have the Chargers at home playing the Chiefs. I've been here before. I'll do it again. The Chargers are at five and a half. Please do not share your brag on this on this podcast. It does not do any good for the team. Talk about this game as it stands. In division, home dog. It's what we live on prime time. Now, here's the one thing: we've got to go on a run, and we've got to run on prime time. So we went two and zero last week. We need another two and zero this week. We need to go on those runs that we go on March Madness. We need to have a nice little streak. So I like the home dog plus the five and a half. Give me a close game. I mean, the Chargers are probably going to be up 10 again, and we're still going to have to go in the back door. I'm just prepared they're for that. They're not the Raiders. So long as – if they're up 17, I think we're good. Well, they were up 17-7 to seven last time, and they still had to walk in the back door last time they played. <laughs> I remember that very vividly. All right, then we're going to move into the afternoon window. We have the Cowboys minus one and a half at the Vikings. We already talked a little bit about it. Give me your take. Josh, to be honest, this one's all you. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this ball here. This is why we have teammates, pal. You have a stronger opinion on this game. Give it to me. 
Yeah, I already alluded to it with better A's pick. I talked a little bit about that. This line just doesn't make any sense. Everyone's going to be betting the Vikings. The Cowboys have a very, very talented team. I think the Vikings are at the, they're at the peak. They're at the highest they high possibly could be. Kirk Cousins. The thing is, this isn't in the one p.m. This isn't in the early window. You're you're playing a standalone game. You got to play a big boy game, and you're playing against the Cowboys who have a great front 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 four front five, and they have a good lockdown corner that may be able to guard. Uh, Justin Jefferson a little bit. So I, I really like the spot. Cowboys minus one half. It, it's a stupid line. I hate this taking a, a, a road favorite. I just think this is trappy. is all trappy. The next game, Josh, what do you got for next for us? Steelers plus four and a half home versus the Bengals. In division, home dog. Take it away. This is where we live. I mean, you've got the Bengals coming off of a bye. Everyone's getting back on that Bengal train. They're looking good. They're looking Super Bowl form. And the Steelers, I haven't watched too much of the Steelers at all this year, but you get this, especially this division, you get three and a half, you get more than three points. And in this division is something, we looked at the stat last year. It's something stupid, like 15 games above 500. It's dumb. This is a free bet. Take it, run with it. This will be probably a weird scored low low scoring game. This is probably also going to be an under and just hope that we can make the field goals. That's what this game's going to come down to. The the Bengals struggle against good pass rushes. Um the, the Steelers, as long as JJ Watt plays or TJ Watt plays, we're going to be in a really good spot to win this game. Uh the Steelers covered earlier this year, plus eight and a half at the Bengals. Uh, plus four here, good spot. I love it. So I think we we pretty much have. I would say we have three with the Steelers. We'll call the Cowboys more of a fringe pick, but we 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 got another like five games we like. What's your next favorite one? So my next favorite one now, it is the team that had that had their heart broken last week. It's the Buffalo Bills against the Browns. Now this game is going to be a flurry. There will be a pound of snow, not a pound, a foot of snow on the ground here. And so it is going to be a ground and pound game. Cleveland Browns plus eight against the bills. This will be a low scoring game. Keep the ball on the ground. And to be honest, I think I'd prefer Cleveland's run game over Buffalo's. I, I would agree a little bit there, but I absolutely just hate this pick. I don't know why. Um, I just have a feeling that this this is it, it fits Buffalo well for some reason to play in their own climate. Um, the Browns, though, the Browns need to win this game because if they win this and they get Deshaun Watson back next week, they're viable for the AFC wild card. Like they can, and in that division, um, they're still going to have some. The, the Browns are going to get to play the Steelers. They could beat those guys. Um, they got to play the Ravens a couple of times. It might be tough for him, but getting Deshaun Watson back, that team has got a lot of talent. I, that, that, that's a that's a kind of a must-win game for the Browns. What else next, you got for me, Josh? Next one that I like probably the most is I'm going to take the Falcons minus three and a half at home versus the Bears. I'm looking at this as a pure – I'm buying the Falcons low after back-to-back losses, I believe. They've lost to uh, the Panthers on Thursday night football. The week before that, they lost to the Chargers after being up 10. Um, I like the Falcons, minus three and a half. Playing the Bears, who have been on top of the world. Oh, my God, Justin Fields, he's great. He's actually as good as they should be, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. I mean, he looks like the he looks like a worse version of Michael Vick. Like, he doesn't throw the ball nearly well, well as Vick did. And, he's not, and, and everyone's just all hyped up on this Bears team. If you look at the splits, they are so heavy on the Bears. I like the Falcons here. I hope this is a low-scoring game. Falcons win by six. That's what we need. Next game. Now, one one thing that we talk about typically when you have a coaching change in the NFL, you typically don't see the results right away. 
uh, in terms of their capabilities because you have this new energy. So the players play with a new energy. So I like, it's typically two weeks. I like team riding high, new head coach, plus seven against the Eagles. Now the Eagles world beaters, the first part of the season. I think, I don't think they're that good. And I think you agree with me Colts plus seven at home against the Eagles. I like this game a lot. After that, I don't want to bet the Colts the rest of the year because I don't think Jeff Saturday is qualified. And I think, you know, it's going to be struggling, but I do like the Colts plus seven here. The Colts at home did beat the Chiefs. We have to remind everyone the Eagles, uh, they had been on a good run. They lost an in-division game. It does scare me coming off kind of an embarrassing loss on Monday night. And you're playing in that early time slot where you just got to get after it and get back to your, what makes you really good. Uh, they are front runners. The Eagles are Justin or not Justin. uh, Jalen Hurts is a front runner. He does not play well from behind, but they play very well with the lead. So it's all about can the Colts get out to a little bit of a lead? They seem to at least have an identity when the Colts played it, but it was against the Raiders. The thing is, is that's what that's what scares me is the Colts, everyone's high. So you're kind of you're kind of buying the Colts high and you're selling the Eagles low. That's what scares me a little bit. I want to ride them one more week, pal. Just one more week. I want to get on that Colt 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all I need. Just one more week. That's all. Next pick I have for you, I'm going back to the well, which I know we have like seven different wells. I'm going to fade the Giants again. The Giants continue just to punish me a little bit, but I like the Lions plus three against the Giants. The Giants haven't had to score any points. I don't think they've had to score more than 20, like three games to win their game. So they have a great defense, but I'm interested to see if the Lions can score a bunch of points on them and make the Giants offense have to work a little bit. I have no opinion on that game. And the last pick here, I've got to go with better Ray, this line that just doesn't make sense. Talk. Talkins, <laughs> Texans plus three and a half against the commanders. Uh, I, I just, you, you made a comment. You said the top, the, Oh my God, why can't I say that the Texans combining with the Falcons, you, I have them plus the three and a half uh, home team commanders coming off of a massive win on Monday night. That's one of the other wells that we have in our side pocket teams that perform well on Monday, fade them the next week. Yeah, I like this pick. Uh, we didn't give too many uh, commentary on our previous picks, but I think Texans plus three and a half has to be in the has to be in the contest. Uh, the Commanders are a very similar team. I mean, yeah, they have a better record, but again, they they don't wow you, and they and they lose. They play bad in some spots. So, I, to be honest, if it's Carson Wentz, I'm even more excited to take the Texans. Uh, um, to be honest, so I think we we have three that were pretty locked lock and step. Cardinals Monday Night Football plus eight against the 49ers. Chargers plus five and a half at the, at the Chiefs Sunday night football. Roll it. Yeah. And then we'll be at the Steelers plus four versus the Bengals. Home dog. That's where we live. The, the last two picks, pal, if you have to gun to your head right now, what's the last two picks? I throw in the Falcons minus three and a half just because it's crafty. I, I hate that pick uh, 100%. Who's your other pick? <laughs> my, my picks I'm, I'm riding with the colts i like that one more week right high on them well before we get out of here let's close this out with the new segment that we've added just for fun it's the i know football segment of the week last time we were live billy you took the chiefs at minus 12 and a half that wasn't even close not even a little bit um so you are now two and two in the i know football segment now me I had the Raiders against the Jags, the 17 nothing. They were up and they didn't score any other, but they scored three more points in the rest of the game. That was really fun. Um, I really enjoyed that one. That was fun. We're having fun. I'm one and three. So you do have me beat two and two versus one and three. This is kind of fun because we don't know football. So we kind of take out the games that we don't. Well, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a pick that I like. 
Um, but give me one. Give me your I know football pick of the week. If there's anything that we know, it's we know we don't know football. That's one thing that we do know. <laughs> we know markets. My yeah. I know football pick. This is where I'm getting in the winning column here. Jets plus three against the Patriots. Billy, why do you like that? Mush, why do you like that? One and one rule in division. Give me, give me some Zach Wilson. You know what? Stay away from my mom, but cover me some points, baby. I mean, the Jets are like 14 straight losers against them. They're getting three. It's going to be tough. I mean, Bill Belichick just kind of owns Zach Wilson. Therefore, I'm I'm saying things to hopefully will you to victory. Um, my pick, I have the Texans plus three and a half because we kind of like that one. I'm going to switch it to one that you didn't really have an opinion on. And I'm going to take the lions plus the three at the giants. The giants just aren't that good. I'm tired of, I'm tired of it. And I'm just going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm going to keep digging myself a well. I'm going to keep betting red until it pops up. It can't be black or green forever. (laughs) How many wells do you think we have? Uh, 72 more than in Africa. More than the more than the states that Better is is banned in now, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that is that is very, very true. Well, there we have it. Week eleven. Week eleven. Bet the rent. Wrapped up. As always, thanks for bailing us out. We took a bye week. Hey, everyone gets a bye week. It's a long season. We need a little bit of it. But we're back. And remember, fade the public. Bet the rent.